Yeah, I know, the rocky stink, Coors Field, high-altitude baseball. I, I don't care. I don't care. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins in the same place that you found this. Pirates 14, Rockies 3. I really should just end the show there. I should just say, Pirates 14, Rockies 3. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening. (laughs) I mean, look, it's fun. It's okay to smile. It's okay to enjoy it. We don't have to get into every little thing that uh, could have caused it to occur from some negative standpoint. Here is the fact. The Pirates put up 14 runs without O'Neill Cruz. I don't care where it happened. I definitely don't care that it only involved two home runs, one of those hit off of a position player. All I care about, for the purposes of this evaluation, is that they succeeded at what it is they set out to do. Another fact, Pirates are 10-7. and You can go with that wherever you want. You can say it doesn't mean a thing. It's April. Just wait. They're going to fold. They still haven't felt the full effect of Cruz being gone. Uh, They can't keep going like this if they're counting on their starting pitchers to carry them constantly. Obviously not talking about last night, even though Rich Hill pitched really well. Really, really well in Denver. I'm talking about before that. This is now six quality starts in a row for this staff, and there hasn't been a whole lot of offense throughout that stretch, but the Pirates have stayed competitive. Why? Because they're starting pitchers. Can't sustain that. Can't sustain that. I don't know. I could make an argument that they're actually going to be better at pitching at some point later on this summer. Why? Have you seen what Quinn Priester's been doing? He's been doing pretty well down in Indianapolis. Finally got away from throwing all that soft stuff that I was criticizing him for over the spring. Just pounding the zone. Fastballs and sinkers. Really, really fun set of highlights to watch from him a couple nights ago. That's that's cool. That's all right. Enjoy, you know? How about the players that we were talking about on this program about a week ago when Cruz did get hurt? who might potentially benefit from the additional plate appearances. Do you recall when I said here that Cruz wasn't going to be replaced by any one individual? Don't lay that on Rodolfo Castro, who had another good game last night. Don't lay that, certainly, on Mark Mathias, who finally made some kind of contribution, and he did so in a big way with four hits. Don't lay that on Connor Joe. Don't lay that on Tucapita Marcano. Lay it on all of them. Let all of them start hitting. Let all of them start putting pressure on each other, regardless of their assigned positions for a given game. Let all of them hit. That's what's happened, if you think about it, with Joe and Jiwan Bay, who, by the way, just put down one of the prettiest bunts of the year. It wasn't It might have looked to some people like a suicide because a run came in, but it was more of a safety squeeze. But the way he angled his bat at the last split second from what looked like a bunt that was going to go up the third baseline, 
instead going up the first baseline, and there's poor Kyle Freeland on the mound. He'd already leaned one way and had to lean back the other. That, in addition to Bay dropping another one of those purposeful hits to the left side uh, out into left field where he just takes something off the swing, this kid's got a lot of different things that he can bring to the table, and no one cares if he's in center field or he's at second base or even if he's at short. He's hitting his way into regular duty. Castro, after a very slow start, is hitting his way into regular duty. Connor Joe, hitting his way into regular duty. Do you care where they play? I sure don't. I mean, if it comes to the point where the Pirates have a contending lineup and everything else, you're going to start getting into stuff like that. But what you want to see is... Well, two things here. One is that Derek Shelton will continue to rotate the lineup to make sure that these guys are staying active. And yes, that does include Kanan Smith and the Jig, but I don't mean to write him off. He had such a strong spring. I know he hasn't looked all that great of late, but he's also had his spurts. If you can get these guys competing in some sort of circular, I don't know, four or five man duel, You've really got something, not just for now, but into the foreseeable future. This is good. This is what you want from this situation. And of course, yeah, it helps that, you know, your mainstays keep coming through, including the 43-year-old man on the mound, but also Kutch homering in the first inning to kind of Set the tone for the whole night. Carlos Santana with a great hustling play to beat out what would have been a double play, allowing a run to score. Uh, Santana ripping another ball. Uh, playing really tough first base. And I think tough's the operative term if you've seen some of the shots to the chest he's taken on bad hops over the past 72 hours. Uh, all of this is starting to look like the kind of thing that you could enjoy over a long summer. How many times have I used enjoy on this segment so far? A lot? Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. we got a long, long way to go to balance that ledger out, right? When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800 degree stone and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door, your car, your bike, your computer, your gun. Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit projectchildsafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. from Rick who says Derek Shelton was clearly managing differently this year. Is it 
a matter of having better talent, young guys having experience, vets who know how to play the game right, trusting his starters to go a little bit longer, just having a feel. What is it that Shelton's done, if anything, and how is the change possibly affecting a change in the players? You know, I'm going to rewind you here for a second, Rick, to the very first week of spring training. I was down in Bradenton, and one of the questions that I'd had in my head to ask him upon arrival was whether or not he'd see himself as changing, to use your term, whether he'd see himself adopting a different approach. Now, if you think about that, that can be a loaded question, which is the only reason that I was a little hesitant to ask it, because it can sound like, hey, you know all those games last year that you didn't take seriously and you were completely willing to throw in the name of finding out what Josh Van Meter's got? Are you still going to do that? Okay, well, I didn't want to throw that his way. Just a little disrespectful. But what I did ask was something along the lines of what you just asked, which is, are you intending to manage differently? I got to tell you, after three years around the man, I fully expected him to give me a no. No. Our approach is going to stay steady. We're going to do this and that. Just like, And that's not what I got. He said, yeah. Yeah, the goal is now to, you know, focus on that day. Win. Win the day. Win the game in front of you. And as a result, he was going to take that onus and he was going to put that on the players. You're going to have to perform. You're going to have to show us what you can do or you're not going to be out there. Now, I say this out loud and I can picture a whole lot of response to that immediately. Uh, well, what about this guy? He was in an 0 for 8 slump and he didn't take him out or whatever. Look, different players have different leashes, okay? You're going to see some slumps over the course of this summer for the simple reason that baseball is still baseball. You'll see players who are among this team's very best or their very best slump, and you're going to see the manager stick by them as they should. Look, Brian Reynolds was struggling until the past, I don't know, game and a half. You just... Run him out there. You don't even think twice about it. But when you're seeing somebody who shows absolutely nothing, then you're going to have to be a lot less patient. And the same goes for how you manage the game. Now, part of the reason, because you're not the only one, by the way, who's brought up uh, good things to offer about Shelton's early season performance, many managers will tell you that they are only as smart as their pitching staff makes them look. That begins with getting six-plus good innings out of your your rotation, and it continues with having your bullpen just make every single call out there look like the right one. Why? Because whoever you bring in does the job. How many of you were ready to throw bricks through your TV sets when you saw Dwayne Underwood Jr. come in the other night? I'm talking about the the last game in St. Louis. Well, he, you know, he he did okay. So the manager looked kind of smart. Then the manager is left with minimal choices, not none, as I went over yesterday, in bringing in Will Crow in the 10th inning. Crow does what he does. By the way, did it again last night in Denver. And you've got to think that his leash is tightening. 
Uh, that's what you want. You want the manager to have that impact. You want the manager to create that feel, even if he can, you know, pull it off without necessarily being perceived as a bad guy by his clubhouse. He's not there to be anybody's friend. He's there to win games. He's there to help them get better so that they can win games. But ultimately, he's there to win games. And if you think that Shelton is out of the woods or that he's been anointed to have this year and many more years just because he suffered through three that were total trash, purposefully, really, when you think about a rebuild, well, I I wouldn't see it that way. Just imagine, for example, that this year's team just crumbles, whether it's injuries, performance, disinterest, whatever, whatever it happens to be, regardless of the reason, even if it's the most valid possible excuses, if this team ends up winning 62 games again or less, he's gone. He's gone. I don't think this is going to happen. I don't think it's going to come close to happening. But he's gone in that scenario. I genuinely believe that. So there's there's a... Some of this is kind of scripted, but some of it's kind of not. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates now that it's finally fun. <laughs> Let's do it again tomorrow. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hey, don't go away yet. I'm going to leave you with one soundbite from Denver last night of Shelton. And don't even pay attention to what he's saying. Just listen to his tone. Listen to how into this he is. And again, we'll do this tomorrow. I mean, we did a lot of good things. I mean, we got on the board early with uh, with, with the Kutch homer, and then we just continued to, to grind through. And, and, you know, I think there's something that, you know, you look it up and you have 15 hits or 16 hits or whatever you have, things going unnoticed. I mean, Santana playing in his 1800th game, you know, he beats on a double play ball in a play that probably goes completely unnoticed. The play makes it the first. We're second and third, nobody out. You know, makes a good play on a ball, steps on the bag because of his arm, keeps the guy there. So uh, I think we did a lot of really little things. We ran the bases really well.